relief factor, pain relief that's natural, pain relief that works, and pain relief that attacks the source of the pain. That's the experience of tens of thousands of Americans who are taking Relief Factor right now. See their incredible video endorsements at relieffactor.com and then order your three-week quick starter pack for just $19.95. That's less than a dollar a day. Find out if it can work for you like it works for me by ordering your three-week quick starter pack today. Relieffactor.com, relieffactor.com. Be the next success story. And then the third lesson and tip actually come from two of my favorite political philosophers. Mao Zedong and Mother Teresa, not often coupled with each other, but but the two people that I turn to most. The two people I turn to most. Who is that talking about Mao Zedong as one of her most important philosophers and mentioning him in a church? That is none other than Anita Dunn, who works for Joe Biden. Not only that, she was the head of strategic communications in the Obama White House, and I'm just reading from her resume, has worked on six Democrat presidential campaigns over the last 40 years. How is somebody at the top, the very top of Democrat politics in the White House, quoting Mao Zedong, and what does it mean for America? Let's unpack it, analyze it all on a very special America First one-on-one with the author of this amazing book. Let's put it up on the screen, Mao's America, A Survivor's Warning by Shi Van Fleet, a true, true warrior and truth-teller extraordinaire. She's got some amazing endorsements on the back of this book from the likes of Newt Gingrich and some guy called Gorka. Shi, welcome in studio. Thank you so much for having me here. Well, I'm so excited. I've had this. Everybody can go back for the last two months and watch old tapes of this show, and they will see this book sitting on the corner of my table in the wide shot. Because I've been wanting, she sent it to me ages ago with a wonderful inscription, and I've been wanting to interview her. It's finally out just last Tuesday, and now we get to talk about it. So first things first, uh, for those who haven't, heard your interviews with me before here on America First. Uh, where were you born? Tell a little bit about your life before you came to America. Shi. Yes, I was unfortunately born into the slavery of communism. And I lived in Mao's China and uh, for 26 years. So he's not one of your favorite philosophers like Anita Duns? He was, he was not only my, uh, not my favorite, he was the one that's responsible for the deaths of up to 80 millions of my countrymen. Right. Yeah. yeah. And I grew up uh, uh, in... Well, let, me, let me just, for those who aren't familiar with Chinese history, yeah. the Holocaust was 6 million people. Uh, in China, we're talking about more than 10 times that, between 60 and 80 million killed in the name of Mao, Marx, and the workers' paradise. Just, just a little you know, addenda to make you understand the severity, the mass murder we're talking about. Definitely. And um, I spent my entire school years in the Cultural Revolution. It started in 1966. I just finished my first uh, semester of my first grade. And then school stopped. And so I missed the whole two years. And uh, Why did school stop? Because all the principals and teachers were ousted by the students. Because of the Cultural Revolution? Yes. Explain for those who aren't familiar with Chinese history, what what was the goal? Why did there have to be a cultural revolution after the political revolution of 48? Yes. 49. uh, 49, yes. Uh, The uh, the goal of the uh, Chinese Cultural Revolution, very strange, but it is true. It is to overthrow a sitting government. The government that Mao created, it is really a revolution against CCP. And how, why so? Because he felt, Mao felt that he has lost control of the absolute power. And in order to, uh, to get power back, he was willing to destroy that everything he built. So start from zero, so anyone who challenged him inside the party would be removed. Yes, everyone, that include teachers, yeah. that include principals, that include everyone was in power. And uh, he did not need um, an army to do that. And he could not, really. It looked like a, po- uh, like a coup, right? But he had a better army. T- 
tens of millions of indoctrinated youth. Students. And, and what was the message? What, what were the youth told? Why do they have to have the revolution? The, uh, the, uh, what we were taught is that there's a bunch of people. They really want to undermine our socialist system. They want to take us to capitalism. And those people were called capitalist rollers. They want to take us from the happy life of socialism and make us to be oppressed of capitalism. So we should get rid of them. So they were saying that inside communist China, mm-hmm. there were these people trying to create capitalism. Yes, exactly. And they had to be removed. Mm-hmm. They were called capitalist rollers, everyone. Ro- rollers? Rollers that want to take us back to the road. Oh, rollers. Rollers, road. yes. So the capital road. They, they want to push China onto the capital road. Yes. And so that include everyone, include your teachers. So And so what happened? So what what happened to these people who were the establishment mm-hmm. that Mao was probably paranoid of? Yes. What yeah. happened to these people? What these people were taken down from their position from by the Red Guards, not only that, many of them were prosecuted and killed by the Red Guards. The first killing that took place in the uh, Cultural Revolution were done by a group of young girls, middle school. They killed their principal. The, the girls the killed girls. the principal. First killing was done by young girls, as young as 12, uh, as old as 16. They beat, tortured, and killed their principal. And once you do that, just psychologically, if you're a 12-year-old, 14, mm-hmm. you do that, you are fully committed. I Absolutely. Mean, after that, yeah. You can never question what you did yeah. because you've killed somebody. After that, everyone followed that. Uh, uh, that took place in Beijing, but nothing happened to them. Uh, of course, that's the desi- desired uh, result. Killing started everywhere. And I did not see killing because uh, my, uh, in my school, the kids are really young, but I saw kids attacking uh, teachers physically attacking teachers. And, and, I then, w- and then the, nothing can nothing, happen. Nothing, nothing. For two years, yeah. you can't have school, right? Because no. everything collapses. Yes. And then what? And, and then finally, the uh, uh, Mao uh, got what he uh, wanted. The Red Guards took down the CCP, took down all the institutions. And then you know what? And then he lost control of the monster that he created. So eventually the Red Guards started to fight each other, and it was like a civil war. Tanks and the machine guns were used. Out of control, kind of like today, mm-hmm. that the monster they created now want to storm White House. Yeah, you, the, yeah. The, the, the pro-Palestinian anti-Semites that are storming the Democrat White exactly. House uh, this weekend. Because once you created that monster you will eventually lose control of it. Yeah. As they say, the revolution sooner or later eats itself. Exactly. So I have so many questions to ask, but let me first ask this one. Why did you write this book? And why is it called Mao's America? Why this book and why now she? Yes. Um, since I, uh, my uh, um, speech at the Loudoun County School Board, a lot of people uh, that I uh, talked to asked me whether I have a book or whether I want to write a book. So in one of the interviews uh, with uh, Newt Gingrich, he encouraged me to do it. Uh, and that I really took to the heart. And I thought, I really had to do it. I have to tell the story. I cannot tell the story of 40 minutes there to 20 minutes uh, here. I have to do this. So I quit my job last um, 2022. And I devoted my time and energy to write uh, this book. And if you had to summarize in just one sentence... What is the message of the book Mao's America for mm. those who are just curious? What is the one-sentence message of the warning? What is this book about? Maoism is here. And Maoism is the... Uh, um, what we experience is Maoism with American characteristics. And history is repeating right in front of eyes. Maoism with American characteristics, he, Amer- the history of communism in Asia is repeating itself now here in America. Will the revolution defeat itself? Will it eat itself? Or will the damage by that point be too great? We're talking to Xi Van Fleet. Let's correct her. Uh, I don't think it's an X. It's an XI, right? On Twitter? 
took my name. Now it's X. Oh yeah, my no, gosh. I'm sorry. X Van Fleet. X Van Fleet. All right. So we got the new Twitter handle. The book is Mao's America, a survivor's warning by She Van Fleet. But on Twitter, it's X Van Fleet. Follow her right now. I'm Sebastian Walker. This is America First coming to you from the relieffactor.com studios. If you enjoy the deep dive with the true experts the real, real newsmakers like she. Make sure you are subscribed to us on whichever uh, platform you prefer when it comes to podcasts, whether it's the Salem Podcast Network, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or Spotify. Just plug in my name, Sebastian Gorka. Never miss an episode and give us a five-star review and do share the links with your friends. If you've had it with political persecution of the Maoist variety, then please stand with President Trump. We've created a yard sign, a T-shirt, a mug with his booking photograph from Atlanta and a very simple phrase. Trump 2024. Get yours today at SebGorkaStore.com. That's S-E-B-G-O-R-K-A, SebGorkaStore.com. And please, even more important than that, support him directly at DonaldJTrump.com. That's DonaldJTrump.com. Threats to our financial freedom and stability are growing. China, Russia, India, Brazil, and Saudi Arabia are conducting international trade in local currencies, not the U.S. dollar. Rising interest rates and bad loans are exposing the banking system and causing failures. The Biden administration sends hundreds of billions abroad while depleting our strategic oil reserves and ignoring crumbling infrastructure. However, the biggest financial threat may be coming from within. Central bank digital currency is real. Patents have been filed and the big banks have released plans for implementation. The vets at Midas Gold Group see tyrannical implications. The end of cash? The end of financial privacy? Big government able to see your every purchase? Could there be ties to a social credit system? You can own private currency. Gold and silver. Get free silver just for asking Midas Gold Group how you can use your retirement to own physical gold. Call Midas Gold Group today at 855-322-GOLD. That's 855-322-4653. MidasGoldGroup.com. Every day we find out more horrific details of what is happening in Israel, the um, slaughter of the innocents. Families are suffering right now. Israel will do what has to be done. But if you want to assist, you've already helped so graciously with donations to the B'nai Zion Health Center. If you want to give again or if you hadn't done so yet, please be as generous as possible. This is a hospital that is serving the people of Israel right now. Healthcareforisrael.org slash donate is the URL. Please give today whatever you can. You are literally saving lives. Medical equipment, medical supplies you have donated, uh, you have donated funds for, have saved hundreds of lives already. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Go to healthcareforisrael.org. That's healthcareforisrael.org slash donate. She, um, can you talk about, so it's Mao's America. There's different types of socialism, different types of communism. What is distinct, what is special about Maoism? If you compare it to the Soviet Union or East Germany or the, the land of my parents, Hungary, Maoism is, is perhaps one of the deepest penetrations of communism into a society. Could you explain what it is and what your life was like as a child in Mao's China? Yes, why I called Mao's China? Because Mao was the only communist dictator that launched a culture revolution against his own regime. And that's exactly what happened here. And Mao perfected a lot of the tactics. Now we see uh, the, um, the left in the United, United States use them. One of them is identity politics. In China, everyone had an identity. You're either red or, you, or you're black. Black class means you are the enemy of the state. Red class means you're the allies of the state. It is not just a, a simple um, Everybody a was classified. Everybody. And you carry that with you and you pass it down to your children and your children's children. What does it mean if you're in the black category in Mao's China? In Mao's China, that means you do not have the basic right. Nobody had any right, but at least uh, you have... Uh, um, certain guarantee, but not for those black class. Your children can't go to college. Your children or yourself can't get uh, good, decent jobs, or you could not get pr promotion. And what kind of sin, what kind of wealth. thing would you have to commit to be in the black class? Wealth. 
not the wealth you had, because everything was taken away. Right. The thing was you used to have wealth, but eventually that changed. Um, and then that just, uh, it applied to anyone who they don't like. That means ideologically, if you disagree, you can be proletarian, the red class, but if you somehow thought the wrong thought, say the wrong thing, you end up in the black class. So the black class has been expanding ever since its creation. But the original thing, original thing is wealth. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-702-5400. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in, anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-702-5400. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-702-5400. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. And talk to us about what an average day would be like. So for my parents... As children in Hungary, they'd go to the communist school yeah. and then they'd come home to their parents. They'd turn on the radio very loud and then they'd have a real school at home to you know, unprogram all the lies that were told to them in the communist schools. So what was it like for you in communist China growing up? Did, did you know that this was a different country, that this was a communist country? You're lucky that your parents to deprogramming you. I have parents to reinforce what I learned in school because everyone that around me were committed communists. And so that is a communist indoctrination 24-7. Anything I learned in school, the media, your parents, your community, they reinforce the same idea. Follow the party. Follow Mao. Or else, you know. You, you, you see people who don't do it or don't do it right, and they were either in uh, gulags or they're the in loud graves. guy. Yeah, or in their graves. So everyone follow. And I, thinking was not allowed or thinking was not necessary. I just don't remember that I did any thinking until I came here. So <laughs> what is your story? When did you realize that this is wrong, and how did you break out of this brainwashed prison camp? Yeah, it's when, uh, when I went to college, when Mao, after Mao died, and uh, CCP and China was really... CCP was on deathbed until they realized they have to do something. So they opened China up, and then they uh, invite the uh, foreign investment. Meantime, school, college was uh, reopened, and I was able to go to college. And things started to loosen up, and I could able, uh, I, I was able to listen to BBC and the Voice of America. But if you were caught listening to the BBC, what would happen? But before, in the Cultural Revolution, it's a crime, yeah. punishable by death. But by then, we could open openly listen to it. What had the biggest impact on you in terms of understanding the reality of China in comparison to other countries? What, what made you realize truly? Was it the radio? Was it somebody you spoke to in China? I, I think it's, uh, it's the uh, media from, uh, from, uh, uh, from media. outside. Before, I had nothing to compare with. We were told we're the luckiest children on earth that live uh, in a, a socialist country uh, like China. And because everyone was suffering in the capitalist country, the poor were exploited. They were just really oppressed. So you don't know. I, I could not know any better. Since I started to be able to get information from uh, you know, radio and eventually American movies came in, little by little, I said, what a life they're living. You know, we, we, we are deprived of everything, and we did not even know. And that's what the, the, uh, the left wants you to, to, to be, have nothing, own nothing. Own oh, nothing and be happy. Yeah, that's the, exactly The World Economic what, Forum slogan. Exactly. Right, right. We had nothing, and we were forced to be happy. If you show that you are resentful, or if you show that you are not satisfied, you know what? 
please is uh, not please. It's uh, people around you will report you. Yeah. And uh, and then you 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 get into trouble, and that's not just a little trouble, not just a struggle session. Sometimes you just really end up in gulag. And then, at what age did you manage to get out of the gulag, the the political system? Um, uh, you mean leave uh, that leave China. twenty-six. 26. Yeah. All right. Well, I want to find out exactly how that happened. But in the meantime, go right now, get this book, Mao's America, A Survivor's Warning by Shi Van Fleet, a woman who has proven herself here in America to understand. Why is it? Why is it so often that foreigners, that naturalized citizens, that legal immigrants get it far more? Remember, the greatest book ever written on America was written by a Frenchman. Isn't that interesting? Alexis de Tocqueville's uh, On America. That tells you that sometimes we take things far too for granted uh, on democracy. All right, dear friends, if you uh, enjoy what we provide for you here on America First, make sure that you are following us on all the social media platforms. We are everywhere that matters. True Social, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Parler, Get It, Telegram. Just punch in my name, Seb Gorka or Sebastian Gorka. You can watch the show on the Salem News Channel app. And don't forget my Substack for unique content from me and access to me at sebastiangorka.substack.com. That's my whole name as one word, Sebastian whether it's the regular Hellcat or whether it's the compensated RDP with that miniature red dot, I love them all. How did it take so long to invent a factory compensated subcompact 9mm? Well, guess what? Springfield did it, and I'm a huge fan, and I'm Sebastian Gorka. The Hellcat from Springfield Armory is still the smallest, highest-capacity micro-compact in the world. Available in standard or optics-ready configurations, the class-leading capacity of the Hellcat gives you 11 plus 1 with the standard magazine and 13 plus 1 with the included extended mag. The definitive concealed carry pistol is here. The Hellcat from Springfield Armory gives you the capacity to defend. Rebecca put a teacher's creed into words when she said, there's no such thing as someone else's child. No such thing as someone else's child. Our nation's children are all our children. Our nation's children are all our children? No, you senile old git. My children are my children, Joe Biden. He's saying that in the Rose Garden. In your uh, new book, Shri, you have chapters on the destruction of religion and destruction of the family. Can you drill down on that statement uh, that you have the President of the United States saying the children belong to the state, they belong to all of us? Isn't this pure Maoism? That's absolute pure Maoism. We were taught that, uh, uh, yeah, you had parents, but our real parents were the party, yeah. and the real parents were, uh, was Chairman Mao. And that's something we learned from the very beginning as a baby. And then we have songs, and uh, uh, we sing, even today, the, the uh, Chinese children still sing such songs. With, with uh, Mao as the father. Yeah, uh, one, with one line that is just, uh, just awful. It said, uh, father is dear, mother is dear, but nobody is dear as Chairman Mao. And uh, yes, we, we knew, and uh, our parents knew, that their children belong to the state. So it's a taking. And, and that is why, for example, you spoke up at a school board meeting. Yes. Because the school board is the most powerful way to put a wedge between American parents and their children, correct? Yes, absolutely. And that's, that's exactly why, because I experienced this, and now I see it in America. And then talk to us about the other chapter before this one about the, the, the children, the family, that you have to destroy religion. Explain that. You, you have to. And religion was foreign to me. I, we were taught that religion or superstition, and religion was the opium uh, of, of the, the people, masses. Of the masses. But I have no idea what religion was all about. So, and... In, in China, mostly it's uh, uh, Buddhism, and we still have some temples. There's still some survival temples, but they were used as parks. So I have no idea, but only later did I realize, yes, we had a religion, 
that is communism. Right. And we had a God, that was Mao. And we had our little Bible, and that's the Mao's read little book that I read over and over and over again. So don't believe that communism is atheism. Now, communism want to create God, and that's them. That's the dictators. Yeah, I think it was Arthur Kersler, the Hungarian former communist, who called uh, communism the godless religion. Yeah. So what was religion for the party? It was a threat, wasn't mm-hmm. it? So Buddhism, for example, yeah, ancient yeah. tradition, yeah. would be a competitor to Mao, to the Red Book, to Marx. Yeah. So, yeah, so some of the doctrines is, uh, you know, follow the party, don't question. And I said, we have, back then, we have like a, uh, 800 million people. You can't deal with 800 million thoughts. So we will be stronger if we united our thoughts. We just one thought, that's Mao Zedong thought, and that's the correct thought. Everyone should strive to learn Mao's works to be as up-to-date um, as possible, so you are always on the right side. And that's why the phrase cancel culture isn't, isn't alien to you, is it? Because oh, no, cancel no, no. culture is about people having the wrong thought, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, or the wrong translation, the wrong idea, yeah. exactly. So in China, we had another term. It's called uh, destroy the four olds. Old idea, mm-hmm. old culture, old habits, old custom. Anything old, rewrite history, erase the past. Does that sound familiar to American right now? Yeah. Yes. Take, you like putting down statues. Yes. Changing the names of schools. Yes. Changing the names of roads. And history as well. And history. And change people's name, personal names. Yeah. To be more politically correct. Delete history. Yes. We talked to Xi Van Fleet. The book is Mao's America, a survivor's warning. You're listening to America First one-on-one, coming to you from just outside the insalubrious, fetid, rank, malodorous, noisome swamp that is Washington, D.C., from the relieffactor.com studios. There is, of course, nothing worse than hearing about friends, loved ones who are living in pain. That's why I want to talk to you about talk to you about Keith from Washington and his Relief Factor story. After years of activity from college football to running a martial arts studio, at age 51, Keith's body just felt like it was wearing out. So he gave Relief Factor a try. Keith says, quote, he has little to no pain in my knees and highly reduced neck pain. He feels so much better, he has now pursued a second-degree black belt. The same goes for me. I had a low back pain issue that played me for nine years, almost a decade. I took Relief Factor, and two weeks later, I was pain-free, and I'm still pain-free almost five years later. If you're living with aches and pains, see how Relief Factor, a daily drug-free supplement, can help you feel and live better every day. To get started, order the three-week quick starter pack at relieffactor.com for just nineteen ninety-five. It comes with a feel better or your money back guarantee. Go to relieffactor.com or call 1-800-4-RELIEF. Ask yourself just one very, very simple question. What do you have to lose? If the only answer to that question is the pain, then you know what to do. You deserve to find out if you could be the next success story. Don't wait another second. Write the number down right now. That's 1-800-4-RELIEF, 1-800-473-5433, or just go to relieffactor.com. If you prorate it out, nineteen ninety-five is less than a dollar a day. What can you get for less than a dollar a day? Nothing! Not even a good cup of coffee. Do yourself a favor, 1-800-4-RELIEF, relieffactor.com. On this My Pillows 20-year anniversary with over 80 million My Pillows sold, Mike Lindell wants to thank you by giving you the lowest price in history on their My Pillows. You will receive a queen-size My Pillow for just 19.98, regular price 69.98, and just $10 more for a king size. You will receive deep discounts on all My Pillow products such as bed sheets, mattress toppers, pet beds, mattresses, my slippers, and so much more. This is the time to try out some of their other amazing products you've had your eye on. Go to mypillow.com, click on the radio podcast square and use promo code Gorka to receive this amazing offer on the queen-size My Pillow for 19.98 or call 800-829-8 This offer comes with a 10-year warranty and a 60-day money-back guarantee. It's time to start getting the quality sleep you deserve. Go to MyPillow.com, promo code G-O-R-K-A, or call 800-829-8468 today. MyPillow.com, code Gorka. 
uh, growing up in Mao's China, all this seemed very familiar. The uh, communist regime used the same critical theory to divide people. The only difference is they use class instead of race. During the Cultural Revolution, I witnessed students and teachers again, turn against each other. We changed school names to be politically correct. Um, we were taught to denounce our heritage. The Red Guards destroyed anything that is not communist. Old uh, statues, books, and anything else. She's seen it before, and she was prepared to call it out in public at a school board meeting in Loudoun County in Virginia. Friends, if you haven't voted yet, everything's to grab for today. Everything. All the seats in the Senate, all the seats in the House in Richmond, get out and vote today. Uh, she, not, not very many immigrants to America stand up at school board meetings. Why did you do that? I know, I know. It's unfortunate. There are a lot of people. Uh, who know better, who should, because yeah, they've they, seen, they've seen they, this, well, they, the reality, right? They experience the same thing or worse. Cuba, North Korea, yeah. China, Hungary. So why, what made you do that? Why, why is she, Van Fleet, prepared to put her name to her beliefs, stand up in public in America and say, I know what cancel culture is. I know what separating parents from their children looks like. Why did you do that? Very simple. I escaped communism, and I do not want to live under communism again. And that's what's really going on. People wake up. This is a communist takeover of America. The woke... Um, the wokeism or the woke culture is really Marxist and communist. Is, is it worse or is it better than China? Because here, so here's the problem for me as somebody whose father literally escaped from a communist prison. In Hungary, in China, the party had all control and they had all the guns. Mm -hmm. Here, it, it seems even worse because nobody's putting a gun to the school board you know, president's head. Nobody's putting a gun to the head of CNN to promote propaganda. These people are doing it willingly. This isn't a police state. And the propaganda is being pushed by people willingly. Is this potentially even worse than the communist state? You are so good pointing this out. Why people are doing it? For one thing, they don't know what they're dealing with. They don't know that history repeating. They just want to be good, good uh, in terms of being kind, being uh, empathetic. Yeah. And, uh, but they have no idea how deceptive Marxism yeah. and the communism is. And they are fooled into doing it. But by now, I think a lot of people are already doing it because of fear. They know, they see what happened to people who sp uh, spoke up. And uh, so they just keep quiet. But I have to tell those people, you can be quiet today, but you can't be quiet forever. And also I tell those people who thought they were on the right side, the, the, uh, the progressives, the activists, eventually they're going to be after you. Yeah. Can you imagine living in a country that the thought has to be one, the right one, one little variation will end you up in trouble? Let me ask you a question with regards to that clip that we showed, because that was Loudoun County yeah. in the middle of COVID, and you were wearing a mask. What is the lesson learned from COVID? For me, it's very disturbing that there are tens of millions of Americans who just just obeyed the bureaucrat yeah. who said, oh, you're not going to send your children to school. Yeah. You must take the vaccine. You must wear a mask. Does this make you more concerned that for the future of America and people being prepared to disobey bureaucrats when they are just being fear mongers? Yeah, I, I think this uh, COVID really, I think, served as, um, in a way, wake-up call for a lot of people. Mm -hmm. If you trust government, if you give up your liberty and uh, let them take care of you, we, we know that saying, you get neither security nor liberty. And I still think people don't know how evil uh, communism is and how far it, it will go in order to subjugate us 
for the real reason of taking control of power. And then Americans should wake up, should really read my book and see what is and what the life is like in a, um, in a con- communist country. Mm. They just have no idea. The book is Mao's America, a survivor's warning from Xi Van Fleet. How do people react to you? So you've been in America for a while. You become a public figure a few years ago. When, when you say, I don't want to live under communism again, and mm-hmm. it's coming to America, mm-hmm. how do Americans who are born here, what kind of reactions did you get at the beginning when you said communism is coming to America? I know. When I started, I was advised, don't use that term, communism. <laughs> People were thinking, you're crazy. Because communists dead. Russia, uh, Soviet Russia is gone. The Berlin Wall was torn down. And, but I said, but this is communism. And I can't lie. I can't just say, oh, this is a kind of uh, um, socialism. It's not socialist communism. So, but I have to tell you, a lot of people, because they listen to me, because... I'm talking from my own experience. Because of that, I know I need to speak up and keep speaking up because people are paying attention. Do you think that's the most powerful thing we can do is to listen to the experience of those who lived under communism? Absolutely. And I do hope more and more people um, who lived under communism speak up. I think, th- I think exactly people now listen to uh, those who live through it rather than historians, scholars. And so because of that, we really, really have to do our best to wake up people so we can save this country. We're talking to Shi Van Fleet. Follow her right now on Twitter, X Van Fleet. That's X Van Fleet. I'm Sebastian Gorka. You're listening to America First. If you enjoy the show, please support those who make it possible. Great patriots like Mike Lindell. Just go to MyPillow.com. Use promo code G-O-R-K-A for up to 66% off his line of more than 200 products. The left detests him. Let's support him. You can call in your order. Talk to a human being, 800-829-8468. That's 800-829-8468, MyPillow.com. Promo code G-O-R-K-A. We're broadcasting you from the Relief Factor studio. Relief Factor. It works. It's real. It's liberating more than a million Americans from their daily pain, me included. But it's not just me. It's people like Debron from Massachusetts. Listen to Debron's story. I just started taking Relief Factor four days ago. My hip pain is gone. I had a horrible time sleeping because of the pain. I absolutely love how I am feeling. Thank you, Relief Factor. Just those words, my hip pain is gone, whether it's your hip, back, shoulder, knee, whatever it is, if you've tried everything else and failed to find relief, order the three-week quick starter pack at relieffactor.com. It'll be at your door in three days or less. Take it morning and evening like I do. And I promise you, Dr. G's guarantee. By the end of those three weeks, you will know whether it works for you. Like it works for me, Debrin and more than a million of your fellow Americans. Call right now, 1-800-4-RELIEF. That's 1-800-473-5433. Or just go to relieffactor.com. Ask yourself a very simple question. What do I have to lose? If the only answer to that question is the pain, you know what to do. 1-800-4-RELIEF. Relieffactor.com. Relieffactor.com. This may be a, a, a peculiar question to to ask you, but a lot of Americans born here who are conservatives, you think of the likes of Ronald Reagan and others who say there's something different, there's something special about America. We're a shining city on the hill. Um, What is America to you, Xi? Well, America to me is a a really, it's um, it's a place that I have dignity. Why? Because I as an individual, were considered that uh, my rights coming from our creator. That was such a foreign, alien concept yeah. for people like me. And, uh, and it took me a, a long time to really um, understand it. Because and in I, places like China, your rights are given or taken away by the government. By the government, overnight. Right. You know, you know. And also um, that the government, its job is to protect that rights for me. Yeah. And that is really, really foreign. And, and that's what, why we have freedom. And so I, it took me a long time to really understand it. And when I came here, I thought freedom was just there. You know, it's what can go wrong. So all I need to do is work hard and be successful. And, and your freedom will be safe. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly what I thought. That's a lot of immigrants. 
take it for granted. Take it for granted. And, and to quote um, another a person who escaped from um, China, the, uh, the uh, blind lawyer... Um, uh, who, um, Guangdong, uh, Guan Cheng, Guan, um, you know who it is. I know, I know him, yeah. He mm-hmm. said, the thing about America is, if you're here mm-hmm. and you've escaped to America, mm-hmm. there's nowhere else to escape to exactly. if we lose the freedom, correct? Exactly. Right? And, uh, and someone just talked to me, and I thought it was really silly, and said that America is going to the... Uh, um, uh, to the docks, so um, she wanted to go to Switzerland. And what did you say? I said, well, if America falls, the whole West falls. Yeah. That, yeah. The, the uh, person I'm thinking of is, is Chen Guancheng. That's yeah. a, the amazing blind uh, pro-life lawyer. Mm-hmm. Um, last minute we have with you, Shi. What, what, do you, what would you say to somebody who accidentally tuned into the show and says, communism in America, that's crazy. What would you say? Say the same thing. I live through it, so I can tell you without the slightest doubt what is going on in America today is a communist takeover. Read the book. She's written The Warning for You, Mao's America, A Survivor's Warning by Shi Van Fleet. Follow her right now. I'm proud to have my name on the back of the book with the likes of Newt Gingrich and other American patriots who love this country. Follow her at X Van Fleet on Twitter. That's X Van Fleet. And you're, if you're in the Commonwealth of Virginia, if you're in Pennsylvania, Kentucky, New Jersey, Ohio, Indiana, Mississippi, get out and vote before the polling stations close today. It is your duty as an American, wherever you are, whatever you're doing. Keep your head on a swivel, watch your six, hold the line, never give up, never give in. And above all else right now, in these trying, trying times, stay frosty. Our father's brought forth upon this continent a new nation conceived in liberty and dedicated to the proposition that all men are created equal. I know not what course others may take, but as for me, give me liberty or give me death. The world will little note or long remember what we say here, but it can never forget what they did here. What your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall. I can hear you, the rest of the world hears you, and the people... And the people who knock these buildings down will hear all of us soon. And we will make America great again. This is America First with Sebastian Gorka. We are going to make this decision now. The Fox News decision desk has called Pennsylvania for Donald Trump. This means that Donald Trump will be the 45th president of the United States, winning the most unreal surreal (laughs) election we have ever seen yes indeed why are we playing that clip because it occurred drum roll please seven years ago today how did people miss that how do people miss in all the analysis of last night's elections from kentucky to virginia The only thing that really matters is the complete and utter upset of what happened seven years ago today when a man who never ran for any public office at any level won the presidency the first time he ran with 64 million Americans saying, nope. We don't want any politicians. We don't want Hillary. We don't want former senators, congressmen, governors, or retired generals. We want Donald Trump. And then he accepted so graciously. Play cut. Now it's time for America to bind the wounds of division. Have to get together. 
to all Republicans and Democrats and independents across this nation, I say it is time for us to come together as one united people. It's time. I pledge to every citizen of our land that I will be president for all Americans. And this is so important to me. So what happened yesterday? How does it tie into what happened seven years ago today and what we need to achieve in 51 and a half weeks' time? Yes, we are less than a year away from the election. Now, it's interesting. I called up my... um, the, the smartest guy I know when it comes to domestic politics, who was my uh, office buddy in the White House, and <laughs> he was like so chill, so utterly chill about yesterday's results. He said, well, you know, um, it's not really that bad. What, what do you expect in Kentucky when Mitch McConnell's former staffer, who distances himself from President Trump until his very last campaign ad, when he's desperate, gets beat? Well, what about Virginia? Okay, it's tough that we didn't take back the Senate or even maintain control of the House. But you've got to remember what happened in 2021. 2021 with Governor Glenn Youngkin was an anomaly and occurred because of what? Because of one of the most unpopular men in history, Terry McAuliffe. Sorry, that's what... Chris Plan calls him Terry McAuliffe being his rival and saying just days before the election at a public debate that parents shouldn't have a say in the education of their children. That's why Glenn Youngkin won. But if you look at New York, incredible results. We even won a seat in the Bronx. The Bronx, guys. What does that tell you? When it's really bad, they come over to us or they can't be bothered to vote. If, if you're really depressed about yesterday, then um, listen to Dan Bongino's podcast today. I'm, I'm not supposed to advertise other people, I guess, but he's a buddy and man, does he get it. As a man who ran in Maryland, who came one point from winning in a completely Democrat state, his analysis was so on point. The issue is about brands and energy. The brand of the GOP is in the gutter. Nobody. Who's excited about the GOP? Nobody. But when it comes to real excitement for an individual candidate, we've got that in Donald Trump. Is anybody excited? Excited about Joe Biden? What we have to understand is the dynamics of tribe versus top of the ticket. Of the collective vice, the person at the top. The GOP brand is the problem. And also the mechanics. When we win, it's sometimes just accidental. It's because of the individual candidate, like President Trump. It's not because of institutional success. Let me give you an example, and hopefully you can hear me rustling these papers. Where I live in Virginia, what, what did the Virginia GOP do? I can't, I can't begin to think how much this cost. They got door hangers, plastic bags to hang on people's doorknobs. And in each one, there were one, two, Three, four, five, I'm not making this up, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven pieces of campaign literature from the candidates. Now, Eric, you're, you're a bit of a, uh, well, not a bit of, you're a lot of a political junkie. But for the average American who's had a hard day at work, comes home, just wants to kick off their shoes and watch some, you know, Netflix. What what do you think they do with this when they get home, this dozen pieces of literature? Do you think they sit down and analyze it and then make themselves a sample ballot? The only decision they make at that point is, does this go in the trash or the recycle bin? Bingo! 
I mean, God bless everyone who planned this, but let, let me share with you what happened to me outside the, the polling station yesterday where I was working. Yes, I was working. Handing out sample ballots because my wife asked me to. She was a chief election officer inside the building and I was helping out the GOP. A guy who recognized me, good guy, after he votes, he comes up to me and he says, um, my kids are going to vote and I was trying to get them the information because it's a, it's a huge ballot. And nobody's party affiliations are noted. There's no RODs. And we, we you know, how, how do we know who to vote for? People aren't going to read these and internalize it. And he said it took him an age to find the sample ballot for his kids. That should have been the first thing. There should have been just one big box. Plug in your zip. If you're in this county, in this district, these are the people on the ticket you vote for. Why can't we do that? Instead of wasting millions of dollars on things that are going to go straight into the recycling, we need to be as organized as the other side, truly. And how about this? He, he asked me, do you need to be a, a police officer to run for sheriff? In my county, there was no Republican candidate. I'm sorry, he said, I would have run. I don't have any law enforcement background, but how can we justify with the current crime crisis not even having a candidate for sheriff? Inexcusable. So if you want to draw some conclusions about yesterday, well, I wonder how hard it's going to be for the establishment to blame President Trump. Pretty hard if you look at his polling figures. Vice, the current incumbent, trouncing him in every swing state except Wisconsin. So guys, let's get smart. Let's make it easier for our side to vote and to know who to vote for. Wow, the call board is full. We're going to have some fun. I'm Sebastian Gorka. This is America First. Never miss any of our long-form discussions. Make sure you are following us on the podcast platform of your choice. Just plug in my name, Sebastian Gorka, America First. Leave us a five-star review. Share the links with your friends. Never miss the deep dive. And if you stand with the man who's trouncing Biden right now, put this in your front yard or wear the T-shirt or get the mug. It's his booking photograph. I hate the phrase mug shot. With the phrase Trump 2024. Tell the world who you are and why you've had enough. SebGorkaStore.com, S-E-B-G-O-R-K-A Store.com. And please do support him directly at DonaldJTrump.com. We'll be back after these messages. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 